Grace. This woman is a disgrace. Hey guys, this is Chelsea Disgrace Podcast. As always, thank you for listening to me ramble on about the vulgar, offensive, overthinking that seems to trickle down from my head and out of my mouth. I really do appreciate each and every listen I get, so a shout out to everyone across the world tuning in. It means a lot, so sweet, but um, moving on. Um, So today, I think I'll talk about some of my most uh, recent regrets. Uh, overall, I'm, I'm relatively content with uh, where I am in life. So as a, a big picture, I don't have any like major regrets, but uh, I do have some small, like insignificant ones just peppered throughout the story of my life. However, when uh, you're an overthinker like myself, uh, the smallest of regrets are quite crippling sometimes. Like, you'll just be going about your day when all of a sudden your brain's like, hey, like, remember that time in the second grade when you called your teacher mom and everyone in your second grade class probably still thinks about it today and remembers how stupid you looked and probably thinks you're just as stupid today. And you're all like, oh, you're so right, brain. That was so stupid. Oh, my God. But here's a a few uh, stories of things that I have uh, recently regretted. Um, that I wish I could go back in time and undo. So uh, a couple of months ago, I did something that I feel pretty shitty about. Uh, My boyfriend slept over at my place, and the next morning we were lying in bed, and I was just like 0% in the mood to have sex. Like on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being like I took the liberty to set a small bear trap like device inside of my vagina along with small explosives. So if you try coming near it, your dick will be blown into shrapnel. And 10 being like, ah, my body isn't big enough to fit all the dicks I want inside me right now. Uh, I was about a 2 and that's only because I don't live like on an Indian reserve so fireworks and bear traps and explosives and stuff like that are hard to find otherwise I probably would have been like a one on the let's fuck scale so I'm not really sure why I wasn't really in the mood to be touched but I'm guessing it had something to do with the fact that 10 minutes earlier, my boyfriend was tickling me and I yelled like, stop. And then three seconds after that, my mom's knocking on my door like, did you did you call me? Are you okay, Charles? I I heard you. I heard you calling mom. Are you okay?" So knowing my mom is about like 20 feet away watching Days of Our Lives and having her morning Ryan Coke ready to barge in upon hearing any sounds that sound like mom doesn't really scream like let's bone to me. Also, due to the fact that it was morning time and the drapes on my windows are dollar store bed sheets, the sun was like really bright, which would be sure to highlight the like nice patch of cellulite I recently acquired above my belly button. I look like a bag of 
golf balls. So I just wasn't feeling like my best self that day. And lately when I have sex and I'm on top, I just feel like a pile of mashed potatoes sitting on the plate. But the kind of mashed potatoes that have like big chunks in them and like skin and like other gross potatoey things inside. So after the seventh time he pressed his wiener into my back, I was just super like straight up and honest. And I was like, babe, I I have no idea why, but I just don't feel like being touched at the moment. And um, I must have said it wrong or with like a stutter or something, because what he heard was go down on me and maybe I'll change my mind. Which I can't blame him because that usually seems to work on me. Like I'm basically like a light switch. One moment I'm telling yet another story about my dad's compression socks or something non-sexy. Then with one like over the pants stroke of my lady parts and I'm all like spread my legs and enter me at once. I'm your bitch. But that day was different. Like I just did not feel like being sexual. Now... When I'm in an an awkward situation, such as a man like munching on my box, well, I'm thinking about how, from his view, I look like the fucking Swiss Alps with all these like fat rolls and third chins and like fat jiggly titties that like move around more than a set of stairs at Hogwarts. I tend to just resort to laughing. So here's my poor boyfriend, like just doing the best he can down there. And I'm just like hysterically laughing the entire time. And I just cannot stop for the life of me. And then I start thinking, there's starving children in Africa. And here he is eating my box like it's his last meal. And I don't even like it. Like what a waste. So then I start laughing even harder. So I start trying to think of like sad things to get me to stop like my grandma dying but then all I could think about was how much grandma loved wine and maybe we could have like her casket act as like a box of wine it would have like a little spout where guests could fill their wine glasses but then that just made me laugh even harder because like that's just ridiculous and tacky and I want to save that idea for my own funeral So then I started to do like different accent impressions. So he's like still going down on me and I'm all like, like I am Russian, where is the vodka? And that's when it got really weird. So he's like, maybe I should just stop, which made me feel like really bad. So I told him, well, maybe just penetrate me and hopefully that will turn things around. Like I'm usually a completely different person when there's a dick inside of me. But again, this time it didn't work. So now I was just laughing in his face instead of at the ceiling. So the poor guy muddled through it like a soldier on the beaches of Normandy. And once it was done, I'm still laughing thinking like oh this is quite the cute funny story and we'll be talking about it for years but apparently um he was actually genuinely upset about the whole thing and I didn't know this but it's not cool to laugh at your boyfriend and talk like Austin Powers while he's licking your twat I thought it was adorable, but I guess that this is something that pisses men off because he was really, really mad. So I felt really bad about that and regret being such a cunt about the situation. 
I should have just resorted to like faking it like all other women on the planet who are decent human beings and don't want their boyfriend to feel like shit. So I'm sorry. Um, uh, and another one of my biggest regrets also involves my boyfriend. As you can see, being in a relationship is not at all one of my strong suits, so I tend to fuck up a lot, but it's basically impossible to stay mad at me because I'm really good at giving blowjobs, and I pay for my own food and drinks, and I like video games and Star Wars and comic books, and also my tits are really big, and my face is half decent, so yeah, our fights don't last too long, but. However, this regret uh, wasn't about a fight. It was about me getting a little too cocky and the consequences that my actions have brought upon me. Um, I've mentioned uh, before in an earlier podcast that my boyfriend and I got into our first little disagreement when we played uh, pool together. He's good at everything, and I'm just terrible at uh, every single thing I attempt to do, except blowjobs, which I mentioned 45 seconds ago. So the first time we played pool, I was getting a little bit discouraged, and he tried letting me win, and I got all pissed off because I don't like being baby like that. So a month or two after that, um, we decided we're going to go play pool again, and we're going to continue to go until we actually have fun, goddammit. And I think it was some sort of secret relationship test he set up to see how well we can work together to solve this issue of us not being able to play pool together without fighting. Like, maybe I didn't know it at the time, but perhaps my entire performance that night determined whether or not he was going to leave me. Like, if I decide to throw another tantrum because I suck at something, then he's going to break up with me or something like that. And that gets me wondering how often men do that. Like, how many secrets, like, men, sort of secret tests men have for us women that determine if we're the one. And I decided to ask a couple of my ex-boyfriends about um, secret tests they've given me and which ones I've passed in order to keep me around for a bit and which ones I've failed so horribly that led them to uh, them leaving me for men or girls who are 10 years younger. So a couple of my ex-boyfriends told me that I didn't pass the do you have a penis test and that's why they had to leave me. That one, I suppose I can understand. I mean, having the wrong genitalia is usually a deal breaker in a relationship. But another guy told me that I passed the first date test by having my phone in my purse and not on the table, showing I was completely focused on him. But what I ended up failing on was the uh, not sleeping with other guys part, which in my defense, we weren't officially together. And he straight up told me that I was bad at sex which was true, but only because he called me at like 2.30 in the morning when it's dark and nobody can see me, and at that time, very sleepy, and I'd rather be like ass fondled by a black woman with like really long stabby fingernails and have sex. So excuse me if I wasn't very into it and, you know, wanted to bang someone who wasn't afraid to be seen with me during the day or the light of day. I mean, I had to wear a like balaclava and a vampire cape from a children's Halloween costume, but still, like it was nice. So I asked another ex-boyfriend which sort of test he put me through, and his answer was, I don't have tests, to be honest. If you make me laugh and I enjoy your company, that's all that matters. And first of all, the first thought that went through my head was like, lame, and you're one of the straight ones. Then the second thing I thought of was like, well, why the hell did you dump me then? I'm fucking hilarious and an absolute fucking pleasure to be around, you ignorant piece of shit. Then I thought back to the time when he took off his clothes to have sex and I laughed at him again and then it all made sense. So anyway, back to the game of pool. 
so we went to the bar and we have a few drinks to relax us, which isn't helping because I still feel so nervous. Like he's going to dump me for some reason. So we start playing and I'm actually doing pretty well. Like the balls are going into the holes, which I'm pretty sure is the objective of the game. I figured that part out. So I'm feeling pretty great. And it was down to the eight ball and my boyfriend ended up winning, which I was totally fine with because at least it was a close game. Unlike last time when the game ended and the table looked like a Christmas tree decorated in striped balls. So I suggest we play another one and I actually end up winning this one. And after threatening to cut off my boyfriend's balls with a chainsaw, if he had let me win that game, he assured me he didn't. And I assured him that I really would not miss his balls at all, actually, if I were to cut them off because balls creep me out and I tend to ignore them anyway. I kind of treat balls like my mother's eyes when I disappoint her, like I can't look at them. He promised me uh, that he definitely did not let me win. So I was happier than a pig in shit or like me after taking a shit. So then I demanded we play a tiebreaker with like some sort of wager because I was like flying high and like fully confident I would win the next game. And I was also quite drunk. So I didn't really know what I was doing or saying. So I told him to pick the terms of the bet. And he decided that the loser of this game would have to lick the winner's asshole. So, I thought about it for a second, and I was still feeling, like, really sure of myself that I'd win. And if I didn't win, well, like, I've licked an asshole before in my lifetime, and I'm still here to tell the tale, so uh, it's not that bad. Um, And my boyfriend, on the other hand, has never, to my knowledge, uh, licked an asshole, so this would be, like, extra traumatic for him, which I liked. So I was on board with this. Again, it came down to the eight ball and I was starting to become very nervous. Everything started to remind me of like an asshole, like the table pockets, like strangers mouths, the top of my beer bottle, like everything. And every time it was my turn to shoot, like all I could see was visions of like little assholes with wings just flying around. And all I could hear was like, asshole, lick, 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 lick the Farty, fart, fart, fart in your mouth. And it was so distracting that I kept missing my shot. And then before I knew it, my boyfriend had sunk the eight ball and my destiny was determined. I was to lick this man's asshole. So I was so riled up with like nervousness and anticipation that the second he won, I screamed, no, I don't want to lick your asshole. And the entire bar looked over in my direction and nobody said anything or came over. And I was sort of hurt by that because for all they know, this man is a stranger and he's trying to lure me into the bathroom to lick his asshole against my will. And nobody even cared enough to help me. So we go home that night and I'm still sort of drunk. So I'm thinking like, I'll just take my mom's rye out of the liquor cabinet, do five shots, get into my PJs, lick his asshole, brush my teeth, and then hopefully just forget it ever happened the next day. However, he told me no, that he was going to pick when it happened. And I said that wasn't fair. And then we got into a small fight about it. And then I realized that we were fighting over the place and time I would be licking his asshole. And I came to terms with the fact that it really didn't matter because in the end, I'd still be licking his asshole. So I asked him if I may please at least have a preview of what I'd be working with because although I've seen him naked about three billion times and various parts of his body have been inside various parts of my body, I unfortunately 
have not had the distinct pleasure of looking into the eye of Sauron. And if you're not a Lord of the Rings fan, I'm referring to his asshole. That's my funny, nerdy name for it to try and make it more cute. So he got down on his hands and knees, ass in air, and spread his cheeks. And I carefully, like, peeked inside, and I saw nothing but black. Like, it looked like a charred hot dog inside a bun that fell on the floor inside the home of someone with a black lab. Like, it was really hairy. It was like a native woman brushed her hair for 25 days straight and then saved all the clumps of hair from her hairbrush and then put it inside my boyfriend's ass crack. Or like 10 mother tarantulas crawl inside his ass and had babies and they were now all living within his ass cheeks. Like I've only ever seen one asshole as hairy as that and it was on an English sheepdog and I didn't have to lick the sheepdog's ass in the near future. So I was okay with it. So now I'm living with this like big dark cloud hanging over my head. Like just this fucking big, dark, hairy ass cloud. Sometimes in the middle of the night, I wake up screaming like butthole pleasures. And my mom has to calm me down telling me it's just a dream. It's just a dream. And I'm like, mom, it's not just a dream. It's called foreshadowing. But she doesn't know what that means. So she just thinks that I'm sleep talking. And every time I go to hang out with my boyfriend, I go knowing very well that this could be the day that I have to make out with his poopy butthole. I'm wondering if maybe I'm allowed to make requests like no Taco Bell or Chipotle at least five to seven business days prior to the licking of the asshole. The transaction must be completed either directly after or during a shower and no flash photography. I think those demands are fairly reasonable and would help aid in shortening the length of time I suffer from post-traumatic ass-eating disorder. And maybe he'll be like a decent human being about it and try to make it romantic by like lighting candles and putting on like some nice relaxing music and then like eating me out for 45 minutes and make me feel better, but probably not because he's a stupid dick and that's why I love him. But yeah, um, I regret um, ever making that bet because now I have to lick a hairy asshole. So another story I have, um, when I'm drunk, lots of things tend to happen to my personality and I never know what kind of person I'm going to be by the end of the night. But uh, more often than that, I become uh, very horny and become very bad at texting. Unfortunately, both of these flaws came together to bite me in the ass over uh, this past holiday season. Every year in between Christmas and New Year's, my cousin comes down to visit and we go out to party rather hardly, might I add. And uh, this past uh, cousin's outing was no exception. We went to a club and got uh, Grey Goose bottle service, compliments on my brother, who was extremely wasted and therefore thought he was ballin'. Um, I hadn't been out in forever, so I was feeling fancy as fuck, having a great old time. And I felt really cool because I left the safety of our uh, bottle service booth and went onto the dance floor. But it was like, two minutes in and then I had a dick like up against my ass is grinding into my soul so I walked away except I could feel the guy like lightly grabbing my waist to follow me and I didn't even look back so I have no idea what he looked like but by the feel of it he was black and um, as soon as I hopped into the safety of my booth he disappeared I think either that or he just like blended into the darkness But uh, near the end of the night, I became rather horny, as I usually do upon drinking, which is totally not fair, because I can't seem to reach climax when I'm drunk, but I'm horny as fuck, so basically, I just have sex for exercise when I've been drinking, which isn't hurting anybody, to my knowledge anyway. 
But anyway, uh, I went to uh, go message my boyfriend, instructing him to send me a dick pic. But just as I was about to message him, a guy that I met on Plenty of Fish quite a while ago sent me a message on Facebook chat, and I was too drunk to notice this. And I accidentally sent Plenty of Fish guy a message uh, saying, Okay, I love you and all, but send me dicks. So, I always like to reread my messages after I've sent them to people. So, I immediately discovered my horrifying mistake and I apologized and I felt bad, both for interrupting his night and also for the fact that it was not his dick I was interested in seeing. Like, I'm sure he's a perfectly lovely gentleman with a with a lovely dick, but there was only one dick I wanted. I'm sorry, there's two dicks I wanted, Harrison Ford's and my boyfriend's, but I don't have Harrison Ford's Snapchat. So I started messaging my boyfriend, and the conversation went as follows. It started off with my boyfriend saying, Babe, I lost my phone. Then I said, Send me dicks. I'm, like, so horny. I'm sorry about your phone, but, like, send me dicks. And after a minute of no answer, I continue, Like, just a bunch of dicks. Like, soft, hard, in a frying pan. Don't care. Need dicks horny dicks now preferably your dick it's kind of my favorite so still no answer so I continue and um all this is spelled wrong by the way and I'm like babe where are you it's last called the bar send me some fucking dicks send me a dick or I'll cut it off just kidding but send me a dick pic then he says this is really funny then I answer with haha very funny now send dicks I'm horny and hungry and he answers my dick would only cure half of those problems and I say either you must deliver poutine or a dick in the next two minutes Facebook chat me your dick I am a piece of fish in a shark tank of dicks right now and the only dick I want is your dick that's like a huge step for me I'm basically a sea lion passing up all this halibut for tilapia art 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 sea lion noises excited for your dick to which he replied dude this is fucking dumb to which I then replied with a photo of me in line at a hamburger joint with a big pregnant belly and a caption that said, Babe, I stole a nice pillow from a club. I'm in line at a burger store. I wish to acquire a hamburger. And that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> if memory serves me correctly, which is usually it doesn't, I did indeed acquire a hamburger and I ate it in under two minutes. And I don't really regret wanting to see my boyfriend's dick. I think it was quite romantic, actually. I do, however, regret accidentally texting someone else about it and also threatening to cut off my boyfriend's dick if he didn't show it to me. Now, for the stolen pillow, so I'm almost positive I was born with, like, a streak of the devil inside me. It's definitely not big enough of a streak to hurt anybody, but for some reason, I feel the need to, like, commit harmless crimes every so often just to keep that, like, diabolical streak happy because it's a part of me, and if I don't do stupid things every so often, I'm afraid the need to do so will build up, and I'll just do, like, one giant stupid thing. So we're in our booth with our fancy gray goose and the lights come on the club and I realize I've been laying down in the booth with my feet up like some sort of Neanderthal and I notice I'm laying on a rather lovely gray goose pillow and for some reason I decide I need to bring it home with me. So I hid it behind my back and went to the washroom where I was stuffing it inside my coat in a stall. Unfortunately, I forgot to lock the stall and some girl opened it like right as I was stuffing the pillow in my coat. And we shared this moment of like awkward eye contact. And I may have said something witty at that point, but I'm pretty sure I just ran away. Next thing I know, I'm outside of the club and people are touching my stomach. And I remember seeing someone from high school and I had to explain to her that I'm not actually... 40 weeks pregnant, wasted outside of a club. 
Then I do remember eating the hamburger. Then the next thing I know, I'm in the back of the cab and I get hiccups like really bad. And hiccups are like my bane. I hate hiccups. So I'm like moaning and hiccuping. And all of a sudden, the cab driver freaks out saying like, oh, you better not puke in my cab. If you puke in my cab, you owe me $85 and all this shit. Now, like I said, when I drink, I'm not sure which personality is going to come out. And on this particular day, I spent the whole day at work being treated like shit by customers that I just was not having it from this cab driver. So I unleashed this like fucking freak. And I'm like, look at me. I'm fucking pregnant as shit. I didn't fucking drink tonight, you pretentious asshole. I don't have to throw up. I have the fucking hiccups. And I just went out for a fucking hamburger because I get weird late night cravings when I'm pregnant. Now I'm being scolded by you. Are you fucking kidding me? And then half the van's laughing and half the van's telling me to shut to fuck up and my brother who's always on my side tells the cab driver to stop being such a dick to his pregnant wife or he won't be getting a tip and then the next day I felt so awful about treating him like that that I almost wanted to call the cab company and apologize but I don't know how I describe him like oh yeah it was the brown guy like that would get me nowhere so instead I just didn't put up a fight when my mom forced me to throw up the pillow because she said it was probably full of cum and bed bugs Speaking of coming bag bugs, I'm just kidding. I don't actually have a story about coming bag bugs, but uh, at least not a, a story with both those things in them together. I wish I did, though, because that would be probably a really good story, but I don't. And now I'm rambling on, so I'm just going to take off. So thank you for listening. And remember, I'm here to make you feel better about yourself. One Chelsea Grace Palm at a time. See ya.